It's starting. We're, We're starting it off hot. There was there was you had accountability. Now what I can Now all you need is a podcast and a YouTube channel. <laughs> oh, no, not even. Where where give me the money. Show me, show me, show me the money. <laughs> Apparently there's a fool food raid. <laughs> Shoot the J. Shoot it. <laughs> uh, live on Facebook.com slash Foolproof Entertainment Network. I need you on Twitter. I need you to, to repost the Facebook pages. To raise a human before I would trust a human to raise back <laughs> before I would trust a <laughs> human to raise back. Right, I hear you. Yo, 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 what up, fools? Welcome to another edition of Do Fools Agree. As always, I'm your host, Michael Reggie, here with my main man, Clifford Jordan Jennings. And yes, I had the mute button on at first, so that's why I had to pause and cut it back. And I'm glad that she spared the the listeners that call. I thought we had the the Delta variant as a a guest in the building this evening. Don't talk about the Delta. Something is in my eye, Jack. I thought you fixed that. Nah, man, it don't fix that easy. We gonna get it though. We'll get it. We'll What's get going it. on? How much, man? It's been a been a long. You got that week. hay fever, is what it is. Fuck the Delta. You I, out there in that. Uh, I, dude, I am not allergy someone, season. Exactly. I'm not somebody who feels like they get allergies, but mm-hmm. after the last two and a half days, I got I got allergies. <laughs> I, can, I, listen, I can understand it. So. The title of our uh, of our episode is the football field of dreams, and so I'm going to flip over real quick and not necessarily like play the sound for the video, but I'm going to play the video while I talk over it. So where I was all week, yeah, do that, and then I'll uh, I'll do the subtitles. <laughs> You'll do the subtitles. <laughs> this ought to be pretty good, uh, but we were uh, we took the the Rams. Down to a farm in Chillicothe, called the Football Field of Dreams. Basically, this dude who's actually from Grandview uh, originally moved down towards Chillicothe. He has a big old farm, and he cuts a football field out of the farm and maintains a football field. And so, what you guys are seeing on screen is uh, the local news came down, did a quick spot, talked about the field, talked about the team. But I mean, it's a it's a it's a cool experience. It's definitely different doing something like that with a school like <laughs> like that than it would be, say, a prep school or somewhere else. Um, so what we do is we go down there for about three days. Uh, so we were there Wednesday, Thursday, came back today. And when we get there, the first thing they have to do is build tents. And these are kids that are from the hood, probably never owned a tent before. Right. 
Oh, so y'all, they did the whole the whole. Oh, yeah, no, they got to put I up their own And I wish I could have did my audio, but uh, it might have been too ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry. I mean, there's there's enough <laughs> there's enough of that in the video. Uh, look up Football Field of Dreams, NBC4. Uh, but, and we got our man Luke out there on the video. Friend of the show. Fucking... <laughs> Baby Brock. Oh my gosh! Well, I don't know why he was wearing that fucking frisbee bucket hat. I get there was bugs, but you guys suffer with the soldiers, dude. The uh, the bugs suffer with the soldiers. Y'all was already in the uh, the uh, the uh, house slave quarters. <laughs> it's true. We were in the house while right. They were in the Y'all let them. Uh, and you know what though. Beyond me doing my audio, and we'll do it at the end of the show, because I'm going to give my audio. <laughs> and it's best that I wait until I get a little more buzz. So until you have a couple more in you. We'll do, we'll do the Cliff soundtrack. <laughs> we'll do that on the end. But what I was thinking when I immediately saw it, right? I mean, you looked pretty impressed the first, like when you first saw it. Oh, I was. It was beyond impressed. I was excited. You know what I mean? And that may be because of the era we came up in. Absolutely. And beyond the movie, The Field of Dreams, beyond that, like even that aside, me coming up playing in an inner city league and then going to the suburbs, I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah. I would have love to be involved in it regardless of bugs like so i heard a a a a quote can't remember who said it very popular though a lot of people heard it but motherfuckers uh i can't think of the person so i'll attribute it to motherfuckers who say um if you're if you're comfortable you're not doing it right right if you're comfortable you're not doing it right. And I can understand for a lot of the inner city kids to be like, I'm not comfortable. Well, part of this is to get them out of their comfort zone, exactly. right? Exactly. Even in the tent, even sleeping in the tent, all of that. Listen, if you think about the people that sacrifice just for you to have the freedoms to play football, and if you equate that to going to war with your team, that's a small price to pay. Absolutely. I would love to wake up in the 100-degree heat, sweating my ass off to go run a couple laps and hop in the shower. Yeah, and I mean, at the end of the day, what we're doing down there is three-a-day practices. I would love it. And then we've got... Do you do any night practices? Do they have lights out at all? No, so there's no lights. So you can only only go until like 9, 15... Or it starts getting too much. I might have called a, a, a midnight practice just to say, adjust your eyes. Get your I mean, eyes adjusted and just with no contact, no pads, but run these routes and catch this ball. I mean, it's not a bad idea. Every I, ball I think, dropped is a 40-yard sprint. So. Uh, what, what I will give you is, uh, you and I will talk a little bit after after the show about some of the shenanigans that go down after the lights mm-hmm. go out. Yeah. <laughs> I can and only honestly, imagine. I, dude, I would. All, all I'm gonna say is, I went to bed around twelve fifteen. Jeff woke me up at about twelve forty five, maybe twelve thirty. Hey, Reg, uh, there's 
we need you out here. Like, we got a we, we got a situation. Motherfucker, you the head coach. You got the Jeff's not, not no, oh, Jeff's okay. just the OC. But Luke and I were basically out there as enforcers for a hot minute. Getting to the, it got to the point where they were getting wild enough that like I literally stood in the tent city, and anytime somebody opened the flat to their tent, I'd be standing there just waiting. Get back in the tent. Well, wait, well, wait, well, wait, well, wait, well, wait. Was this with multiple teams there? No, it's just us. So what was the issue? I don't want to get into it on this. Okay. Um, mainly because it's. One, I don't want to air any dirty laundry. Well, Two, it, it, it basically, for the most part, in fairness, it was kids being kids and trying to challenge authority because they thought they couldn't get seen or heard or whatever. I will leave it at that for now. You and I can talk after the show. Okay. <laughs> that all being said, I actually thought that the team came together pretty well until the events of last night. Last night made me question a lot. But up until that point, like there was, there was relatively little bitching. They made it through the practice. They actually came together at the end of the practice, the third practice on the second day, which is the hardest one because you've been there for a day. You've already killed your legs day one. Last practice of day two, and then we only do one practice in the morning on Friday, and then we pack up the buses and come back. But last night we did a fair amount of just, like, competition between the kids and, like, dumb little games. Like, basically, uh, what was it? I think it was like a 10 by 10 box and it was like five on five teams and they got a towel hanging out the back of their shorts. And the only object is you've got two teams of five, take the towel, you step out the box, you're out. Somebody takes your towel, you're out. Once they got, once they understood like the concept, it was fucking fun. Was to watch, it down man. to like one on one? Most of the time, that's what it would get down to. Right, I mean, okay. unless, unless it was, unless the team was just, Murdering them, right? It would usually end up like one on one or one on two at the end. I, I think I understood the concept. The best, the it. best was this lineman grabbed a running back, hip tossed him, planted him on the ground. Running back reached around his back and pulled his towel out while he's flat backed <laughs> in the middle of the field. So wait, you could pull anybody's flag oh. out to eliminate him at any point? Yeah, it was well. I mean, it was five v five, and they the teams were randomized. So you have right, a little bit of anybody. It's in. not like you're just going for the the person with the ball's towel. You can go no, for anyone. No, any, there's no ball. Oh. It's literally just five dudes oh. with towels, basically flag football without a ball. And the object is to get the entire team, everybody out, right? So it's like oh. elimination style. Oh, and then when they started that. figuring out that, like, there were no rules about stepping out, meaning, like, you could push somebody out of the square and that counted, like sumo style. Right, right. Dude, we got this, we had this, uh, I think he plays guard. Actually, he's probably moving to center. Um, One team was all kind of like bunched in the corner at the start. Dude just rams them bowling ball style. (laughs) And knocks two guys, I mean, he takes himself out too. But he takes two guys with it. <laughs> Man, see, that's the kind of, yeah, I like shit like that. And it was, I, I had never seen it before, and I was like, dude, it was, it was awesome. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a, that's a tough, uh, that's a tough drill pad list. Oh, yeah. But, what I will not, say is, for not the most tough part. Not for the players, but 
I would think tough from like for just them. like a safety wise, and right? Like keeping kids right, not even safety. Like, cause, let's be I honest. I mean, there's no help. Like, there's no pads, no helmets. So, I mean, it's basically a wrestling match at that point, or it's almost it's almost fighting, right? Like, cause you, you see the guys like, like circling people around. Doesn't mind using his head without a helmet. Well, trust me, there's a little bit of that too. <laughs> But it was it was cool, and then the second part of that practice was uh, actually our boy Luke, friend of the show, Fafo, uh, <laughs> uh, frisbee hat, frisbee hat. I'm Fuck not gonna around, lie, find out. I, I, I had one on too the second day. Uh, <laughs> it's the it's the sun, man. You, like we burn. <laughs> you, need, you need that extra coverage. Listen, the uh, how many white boys is out in them tents? We, I feel like we have more than we have in the past. Did y'all have a fair amount of sunscreen? Oh, dude. Well, I have. Yes, there was a fair amount. Of <laughs> okay, that's all I'm asking. That's all. What I'm I asking. what I will say is now that, I just realized all my sunscreen has been recalled. <laughs> now, while I know but, that we're moving towards a more progressive era with e- equal opportunity for blacks as whites, <laughs> that's racism. To just leave what? the white boys out in that heat. <laughs> now, niggas, now us. <laughs> Y'all just get dark. Now, right. I'm not saying that that's not wrong as well, but we can deal with that better than. Oh, no doubt. Well, that's honestly like the coaches get zapped almost as much as the players. <laughs> well, I feel like y'all motherfuckers should be getting burned. I don't want to see my king in the back on a horse with a fucking uh, Dunlap designer sack on him. All noble and royal, motherfucker. You better have mud on your face as well. What I will or say. Or I'm not going to keep fighting for you. And I'm a little ashamed of it. So the walk down to the field's like, I don't know, half a mile, three quarters of a mile. I don't think it's a full mile. Everybody should have ran it. I walked up and back the first day, and then the second day, I hopped in the Jeep. Uh, <laughs> everybody should have ran hopped that in the bitch. Truck. Y'all should have jogged that out with the players. And I don't care. Listen, anytime. First of all, ain't nobody jogging it. Everybody listen, walks down. like Everybody should have jogged it. The players... I better not see you walking down to that field. Dude. That field is Valhalla, and you're walking into the gates of. Do you want to walk into the gates of war? I mean, I wish that was the Heavenly mentality. Heavenly war, of course, but. I wish that was the mentality. What I will say is I have been proud of the fact that I have I have instituted the the no jogging on the field, and I've tried to do this None in years that. past. This is the first year that they've actually kind of respected it. Oh, yeah, you're going to have to respect it because I don't care if you're a starter, sit on the bench for a couple plays. Right. Well, and honestly, there was some of last night and some of the backlash from last night this morning. I think we suspended. Oh, so it was I big think, enough to where... I think we suspended... Not not like suspended from the team. I know what but you, like, I know, I know so what you mean. We basically told him like you're not playing the first game. Right. Or you're not playing the first quarter of the first game. And keep talking and you're not gonna play the first game at all. Listen, I think that that's a good That's the uh, only thing that's the only thing they respond to. I Anything think that's else a good uh and, and it 
And listen, let me tell you why I commend you for that first and foremost, because we're going to get into it. Yeah. We're going to get into it. And I was saying that meaning what I planned on talking about tomorrow, but we got different audiences anyway, Mm -hmm. so it doesn't really matter. You have to humble players at that level. Absolutely. And I'm going to tell you why. I know you know why as a coach, but I'm going to tell you why because most players come up in peewee leagues learning how dominant they are. Right. If Myself you are any included, good, yeah. And I was a little guy. And then when I got into the league or into like the, the next, high school and I was like, Oh, these motherfuckers still ain't got it. But you went to the wrong school, motherfucker. You don't, you got to play by the politics of the school. Right. Didn't have that in, that wasn't involved in my realm of thinking. Right. But what I'm saying is, nowadays that we have this new um, money off of likeness era. Yeah. Which I agree we should have. But, what we're doing is what Brittany said, as you know from the Hit the Shots podcast. What that does is that creates monsters. Oh, absolutely. And that takes away from your drive. Because your drive is wanting to make it to receive that bread. Right. Fuck the jersey. I don't care if I play for Orlando Magics, the worst team in the league. I just want to make it to pay my people something. Right. If I can pay my people something fresh out of high school, I'm not going to have that same drive when I hit them in the NFL. No, or the we NBA actually talked or... about that as a staff. Like it, one of the late night conversations was, like at the end of the day, that's gonna it's it will it will destroy. It won't destroy, but it, it will cause destroy. it will cause problems because what will happen is either those kids will do something stupid with that kind of bread, or your point. They're not going to have the drive to go to the next level. Do, no, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. You are going to see some kids do something stupid. There's there's a lot of kids that come from a lot of tough places. Right. That you're going to see get that money and be like, I'm going to supply or do for the people that were with right. me shooting in the gym. And I don't mean in practice. I mean the people watching my back. Right. Back, and that gets people in trouble. But beyond that fact, my whole thing is, if I know, let's be honest, let's be honest, for a a, a simple guy like me, well, let me phrase it as a question. How much money do you think I would need to feel rich? You personally? Me personally. Well, that's a tough question because you know me a little more than most. But, well, let me rephrase the question because I know you know me and I can feel rich with it. Uh, right. <laughs> 100K. <laughs> like. <laughs> so how much do you think I would need to feel comfortable is what I would ask. I mean, at the end of the day, I... 
my default for that is like a cool mill, right? You could buy a place, you could buy a car, all that shit paid off, and then you live for 10 years on the other 500K or whatever. Because like, I don't be think honest. that you're... I don't think your spending habits are that out of whack. Let me be honest. I know I'm not a professional athlete by no means. But you're 75% too much. Am I? If I had 250000 I'm rich. Yeah, for the life that you, I mean, that you want to live and be comfortable with. I, that doesn't surprise me. And I'm just me. thinking beyond that. I'm thinking me, myself, all I need is a couple tens of thousands. Give me... 70,000, I'll make something happen with that. Yeah. So if you give me two hundred fifty thousand, that means I get to leave a hundred and fifty to whoever, and I got a hundred fifty to dance around with. Now, as you know me from my past, if I fuck up a hundred and fifty thousand dollars, <laughs> Lord strike me down on that first purchase. Right. On that first purchase, may I get struck by lightning? And so, all right, let's let's. So when you all, let's take let's take. All right, go ahead, go ahead. All Finish your thought, and let me. You, I'm gonna take right, right. When direction. you when you leave the opportunity for children to get millions of dollars out the gate, you take away from that flair that they need. To exceed at that next level, yeah, because it so, becomes the clout. It becomes the clout thing. It's all right. about the clout. So what I that's think what you're is seeing with happen. these young athletes now that are getting paid. You're absolutely. They're getting right. paid because they have a hundred thousand Twitter followers. You're or, absolutely or right. Not Twitter. I know that's old now, but Instagram or wherever. So TikTok. what I think you're going to see happen is the best of the best never make it. I don't. The well, motherfuckers. The motherfuckers that are right at that edge where it's like, damn, I could have went to Alabama where I'd have made a mill off my likeness, but I'm only getting ten, fifteen thousand. I still gotta work. Right. That's when you're gonna see the players that exceed to become the Devin Bookers and the yeah. the you know of the new league. And I'm I'm just talking all sports in general. That's just basketball for the end of the. You know, yeah. the last thing we saw. But you're going to see the players that aren't projected to be the top 10 exceed the top 20 because it's like, I didn't get paid what you got paid, motherfucker. My family's still hungry. Right. I only got right. a couple of tens. Of th- I need more. But does that, I wonder if that opens the door for people that maybe aren't getting the looks. Does that open the door for people who maybe don't pass the look test? I think you so. Because you know college football is all I about think the so. look test. You have the size. Listen, you have the you size and the speed. telling the guy I know it. I mean, I know it too. I had some letters, but right. uh, that don't mean that they looked at. No, I mean, I was a fucking lineman, dude, at 6'2", 210 in high school. 220. At, I think I was 240 by the time I graduated. But I came into high school at 6'2", 220, and I about left at 6'2", 220. Well, I told you I had a college coach ask me if I was willing to take steroids to. And I said, in hindsight, I would have did it. But <laughs> back then, I was like, what? I don't give a fuck you about like football that much. much. <laughs> and if I'd have known it would just been my nuts, I'd have took it once again. Because, fuck. Do I still keep the length in the girth? <laughs> the length in the girth. 
But no balls. Fuck the nuts. <laughs> I don't need kids. The me for my... No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Oh, man. But in a way, I guess. Shit, All right, so you get 250 tomorrow. What are you doing with it? If I get 250 tomorrow, I'm probably not quitting my gig. All right, what if I up that number to 500? I'm quitting. Half a mil. And I'm lying myself because I, I probably am quitting my gig. Because if I'm being honest, my gig isn't a career. I hear what you're saying. At least in my eyes. No, I mean, at, at some point, dude, like, something will strike and you will be in business for yourself. Right, You've right. You've got entrepreneurial spirit. You don't have entrepreneurial capital. <laughs> I mean, that's really what it comes down to. If I had half the capital, I'd already be in a nice position right now. Yeah. And I don't even mean that just off of speculation like some people do. I'm saying off of legitimate business ventures. <coughs> if I had the money to fund them, I would already be in a better place than I was currently. I hear you. Without. You just keep keep grinding. That's not. I mean, it's not a big deal, you know. Yeah. But that's the 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 motto to circle it all back to the field of dreams. You keep pushing. Right. You remember those bugs hitting your mouth. Right. You remember running those fucking routes and tripping over fucking long grass in the field. That didn't last forever. No. If you can exceed in that situation, then I guarantee... You should be able to exceed anywhere. It ain't even about should. People will be looking at you, too. Right. Now I expect you to. Now you're on my radar, and I'm looking for you to either exceed or fuck up. Yeah. Which I would have liked to have seen in those interviews. A lot of people have hindsight to say, I'm not going to say how bad I hate it. No doubt. And I mean... And I'm sure that happened earlier in the camp. It happened uh, morning of the second day, so yes. Like, right. Not quite halfway. Right. I think the other side of it, too, is that... I mean, It's just maturity. It, it is. It's definitely maturity. I think, too, it's very hard to... Realize how much you're going to miss it when you're in it. Now, I am fortunate. I went as far in the sport as I wanted to. I had no desire to go to the pros. I actually didn't want to play college ball until I got hurt in high school. And then I'm like, I can't go out like that. But it's one of those things until you're looking back, you don't realize how impactful it was. I think, especially when you're that. No, I agree. I get that. I agree. And I, I would like to say that that was the same for me, but it wasn't. I ended abruptly, you know what I mean, because yeah. of who I played for. I, I just did not like playing for Gahanna. I didn't like the whole organization. I didn't like how they ran it. And then towards my junior and senior year, and they start asking me again, like, we need players. Would you be willing to come back? I knew that was my opportunity to really act the ass and show motherfuckers what I was about. But at that point, it was like, I'm not interested. And I'm definitely not interested for you. Right. No, I get that. I mean, 
transparently, the situation that went down at the private school almost soured me on the game entirely. And if it hadn't been for my, like, coaching tree, I'd have been done. I had had no desire to coach anymore at that point. He took away the love of the game for me. See, my whole thing is when I got to Gehanna in high school, I'll say, because I did play that that first year with Casey and all them. In high school, I would say there wasn't one person on the team that I loved. And I will tell you something. I actually cared if something happened to, you yeah. know what I mean? Like outside and it's hard, of Aaron, it's hard. It's hard to play football. I think football more than any other sport. I need to want to, I need to want to protect right. you. Right. I need to want to do for you or I'm not Or know that you'll in, do for me. Right. Or I'm not, and it isn't even about you doing for me. I can cover myself. But no, but I want the, you to the know, idea is I trust you to do your job right. because, or not necessarily because, and you trust me to do mine. And I, I don't think that, that that I don't think that that was a thing in Gehanna. I will tell you that's something that we struggle with a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I don't think that was a thing in Gehanna. There are too many prima donna skill players. Well, I mean, but when you think about it, and that's ironic that you say that, because when you think about it, coming from the inner city, there were way more prima donna skill players. But they also knew that we're all... We're all in this together. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we're all trying to do something. We got to make each other look good. Right. Then when it got there, it was like, well, what's going on here? Like, are we not watching each other's back? Like, are we just covering our own? Or, like, how am I expected to play? And so. And I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't understand what you're asking me. I'll just bow out. I quit. So I'm not on it. some of the bullshit that went down the night, the second night, that's my concern. And I'm trying to tell if, like, in the moment, personally. This Sometimes is- you need somebody from the inner city to be like, listen, this is the reason you did that then so you could do this now. Right. Don't fuck it up. You know what I mean? No, and when you absolutely. Got, and when you got people that have never experienced that style of play, it's like... Yeah. I don't quite understand what he's getting at, right? No. I mean, it's still dog-eat-dog, but it's still bring everyone along. No, because if you in, don't have each other's back in a game, if you are... And this is the problem I have with... I don't want to say youth today, but it, it might it might get to that. It is, uh, again, it being all about the clout, all about, like, I'm going to get mine. That mentality can only take you so far because at the end of the day, in a team sport, football is the ultimate team sport. Basketball, you can have, especially high school, you can have a dominant player and he can put a team on his back and do it. Yeah, football, even football, NBA, apparently, is, but. Football is not that. Because guess what? If if you are a, a stud dude, if you're a stud receiver, actually, the, there's one position where you might be able to to put a team on your back. It's quarterback. That's the. But even then, if you if the line doesn't give you a chance right. to get the snap, <laughs> like it doesn't matter. Right. Listen, I'd be the first to say, and uh, nah, fuck it, I am proud of it. I've missed some blocks on purpose. If you don't. If you don't 
Love the dude who's behind you. Right. Yeah. If I'm not unappreciated, if I feel unappreciated right now, let me. Uh, What's my motivation? Right. Let me show you what I'm actually doing. So feel that one. Right. You want that again? Then Let's get it right. Let's right. It. <laughs> I feel you on that. I've always listened, and that's not a. That's something I'm trying to change in myself currently. And I'm but also I, with you on that. <laughs> I have always been willing to cut my nose off despite my face. I don't care how nobody views me. If I listen, I'll cut this bitch off. If it means I hurt you too, we're both hurt. Right. I'm noseless and you're hurt. And that's not a, listen, <laughs> that's I mean that's not a good thing, but that's just the way I am, and I'm been I've been trying to work it. I mean, I joke that. I mean, I joke certain about that things a lot. like you can let slide, but certain things are like, oh, I'm kamikaze. I'm right. blowing everything up, me included. Well, and that was so the the events of the last night were more not knowing when enough is enough. Well, that's tough. That's tough when it comes to kids like that. Agreed. Especially in a in a situation. Everybody where always got to get the last word. And then you're not comfortable too. Right. The worst is when when you when you when you're coming in. Uh-oh. My guy. All right. We have a special guest tonight. My guy. <laughs> Who is up past his bedtime because he has a basketball game tomorrow morning. And you better drop thirty. Nama and I talked. It was ten thirty. Did Nama teach you your jump shot? <laughs> did Nama teach you how to dribble? So, do you need to practice those things? Yes. Well, maybe you have need to, to practice that hoop. Maybe you need to go to bed when the rest of the That's team goes to bed. Hoop. Listen, where is the hoops of dreams? <laughs> where's the field? Of, where's the court of dreams? Right. When is my guy gonna hoop in a? Cornfield. All right. I love you. The hoop is only like here to here. Yeah, he's he's right. He get, he got used to the full size hoop in the in the driveway, and now the hoop is like so it's not two even feet shorter, taller than the corn stalks. That just means you could be better then, because you're used to a real hoop. All right. I'm not hearing this. Go to bed and be great. No. I'm not going to bed until eleven o'clock. Well, be great regardless. Andrew, well, you better be great at one. You better be in bed before I'm done with this. Go to bed. Go hang out with your grandma. It's Listen, all right. if you don't drop thirty, I'm coming for you. He can listen. That's the that's it right there. Ain't that what we was talking about? Right. You got the confidence before you even know what the fuck you're doing. Well, it, it's earned. He's played two basketball games. He has been the leading scorer in both. <laughs> oh, now he's also in Bexley, though. He is, and he's also two inches taller than anybody else on the court. When has, does Bexley even have a basketball team? I'm not getting into this. <laughs> do they? <laughs> do they run track too? They do. Actually, they have cross country. They don't run track. They actually had the 200 state winner. Oh, really? Yeah. Why do? He doesn't play football. 
Uh, nah, he I wasn't. Remember. I was just being. <laughs> I'm just playing. Just Probably not. Playing. We had, I think, either the state runner-up or the state third place, four by one. And white. Uh, and all Paul. four of them play football. Right. Right. How many games did we win last year? I mean, when I went to school, <laughs> most of the track team was other sports. It wasn't yeah. just strictly I only run track. Uh, in fact, there's only there's only one dude. Well, no, because. Do you count? Cross country doesn't count, right? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Only one dude I ever knew that was a track stud that didn't play in other sports. And it was Derek Hoy, looking at you, man. He, he, was, he was an 800 meter national champion as a junior in high school. Oh, really? <laughs> My dude, uh, I went fast. to high school with, he got the, uh, the state record. Yeah. He had the state record in eighth grade, I believe. Remember what event? The hundred. Hundred. Yeah. Derek, I, Derek I think either had the fastest or like second fastest in state history. It was like a forty six point three in the four. See, that's my thing. I was I was great in the forty. Oh, I, I mean, very honestly, rarely even even me and the dude that I'm talking about, Andre, would finish close in yeah. the forty. It was the hundred because I'm so short. Right. That long distance when you got a bigger stride, it's a dude, lot. Dude, my but the favorite, forty. I my, was great in the forty. My favorite thing ever was, dude who was a captain with me in high school. He ran like a, I think he ran like a four four. I ran a four eight at two twenty, so I was sub five, which is all I really cared about. Somebody measured or somebody counted our steps. Because this dude was, I don't know, 5'4", maybe 5'6", with right. on. He took, I think, 21 or 22 steps to run a 40. I took 14. Oh, they counted, oh, they counted, they counted ste- steps. Oh, I, I ran a 4'8'6 uh, at the, um, the um, Super Bowl, uh, what do they call it? Super Bowl experience. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I was thirteen. That's nice. Yeah, I was. I actually, no, I didn't. I lied. I actually got second place in three events: the field goal kick. I kicked the thirty-five yard. In nice. A older dude kicked it further, of course. Same with the forty. I ran the four eight six, and the older dude ran it faster, and I got second. And then the quarterback um, throw, mm. I, uh, where they have you hit the targets, targets. or whatever. I got uh, no, I think I got third in that. It wasn't second. I got third in that. Yeah, you used to be athletic. That was back when I was at um, drugs and streets, <laughs> the streets and drugs, drug drugs uh, are a hell of a drug. All of them. <laughs> No matter what it is, marijuana, whatever, it'll get you knocked uh, off if you ain't focused. Man. Yeah, that's a, that that was what it was. <laughs> streets and drugs, drugs and streets. There you go. Well, I didn't ask you the question earlier. Any Don't inadvertent thoughts? I do have it. I had a couple inadvertence. What you got? And I'm glad that you asked it later. This actually kind of worked out organically. Because mine are a little more serious than not. Okay. Not really. 
but somewhat. We always manage to put a humorous spin. Right. One <laughs> was you. Me? Yeah, I saw that Carnegie Hall just had the first black orchestra last month. That's, in a different, June. that's different than Carnegie Mellon, but yes. Oh, it's not. Is that New York? Yeah. Okay, I thought that was Pittsburgh. I was about to say, this nigga, he might have had the first real niggas in Pittsburgh then, because if Carnegie Hall just got an all black orchestra, I hate to say, hear what they said about us screaming at your graduation. Is they didn't have no niggas at that graduation. <laughs> All we was missing was an air horn. I said I wanted one, and we never got it. <laughs> yep. Uh, damn, that's Carnegie Hall. <laughs> don't put that. Don't, don't you put that devil on me, Ricky Bobby? Right. <laughs> Y'all robots, though, they all probably let the niggas in. <laughs> Damn, well, that don't work. So, move on to my next. My next inadvert. Oh, excuse me. I need a, uh, I need the paper because I don't remember exactly. I hear you. I just wrote down words and letters. <laughs> Carnegie Hall was at the top. Oh. You got it. So this was my real inadvert. Overwhelmed versus underwhelmed. I'll finish after I piss. I got to piss. <laughs> well, here's the problem is that there's no low key to review. So I don't know what I've got. <laughs> And Cliff leaves me hanging, but, you know, shit happens. Um, I mean, honestly, not a lot going on in terms of entertainment news. Uh, did watch, I tried to watch Space Jam. Made it through the first half hour or so. Fell asleep. I think we might have talked about that last week. I don't know. All these weeks kind of run together. Um, look into the chat. All we got out there is Malcolm this week. What's going on, Malcolm? Um, outside of that, playing video games. Trying to burn some time. The Mass Effect Legendary Edition, highly recommend. Uh, it does a good job of kind of updating the first two games and bringing them more in line with the third. And it's been fun to go back and play. And I'm trying to think if like I missed DLC along the way because there were at least... Two storylines in Mass Effect 3 that I don't think I ever played before. So uh, the one with the Leviathan, who I knew was there, I think I tried to go back and do it when it first came out and never got around to it. And then another one with uh, Arya Talok from Mass Effect 2, who pops up, and it's all about kind of retaking Omega. And I don't remember playing either one of those the first time around. So it's been fun going back. Revisiting a classic game like that. Love the Bioware games. Hope that uh, the plans for a true Mass Effect 4 uh, do end up coming to fruition. Same with Dragon Age 4. Looking forward to what Bioware is going to do in those spheres. Um, really, at some point, I've got an idea for a Bioware game that I can't remember if I've talked about on this show before. You got an idea for a Bioware game? Yeah. You definitely have not talked about it, and you definitely will not this episode. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Fuck all that. So what was your inadvertent thought that you had to pee before? Overwhelm versus underwhelm. That was like half of a thought. Right. <laughs> what is whelmed? I don't know. <laughs> that, you know what? Is that the it's funny that you ask that question. What is whelmed? And that 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 um goes into the question. What's what's uh whelmed for when's the last time you felt overwhelmed? I mean usually it's when so I, I think I've talked about the fact that I compartmentalize a lot of my life. I, you know relationship here, family here, and yes, there's bleed over between those two, of but course. I've got football here, I've got, you know, uh, work here, and our, our stuff here, right. and when any two of those things are off balance, that's usually what makes it feel overwhelmed. Luckily, none of our stuff usually that's a that good point. That's a good answer. But though. with, like... What what a, what, a, what lets you know? Oh, shit's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And usually, usually it's work and and home or football and work. That's usually that's one that gets a little rough at times because depending on what's going on with the season and if work spikes at the wrong time, it's a lot. I right. mean, oh no, I, no, no, I, no. I have a feeling like this. This year, I'm going to face that a fair amount just because there's so much shit going on at work. But work is the only place that makes me feel whelmed at all. Okay. And my inadvert came from the fact that I feel like the world shifted from under to over. Say a little bit more. Okay, so let me say this. It's hard for me to say a lot more without giving up my next question. But what I will say is America, at least from my my perspective, America has always been very good at its per- poker face. Agree with you. Whether over or underwhelmed, this is me. This is how this I is feel. Us. Right? And I feel like eventually we kind of moved into a, um, a cycle of constantly over. Where I can't show my oh, poker Especially face. the last couple of years. I'm just going to be outraged at Everything. whatever took place. When back in the day, it was a situation where it was like, even if that infuriates me, yeah. I'm going to show my poker face to be cool about it, to pass it on type shit. And now we're all of a sudden at the era where even if it doesn't involve you specifically, you can still feel overwhelmed to the point of wanting to say or do something. Yeah. I, I, I mean, really, the, the last... The last five or six years have been that for our country. So what would be so if you if you and this is I'm glad you said that if if you were to answer when it was that the country transitioned from under to over, when would it be? The 2016 election. The Trump shit. Mm-hmm. 
And that's funny, because I thought that that would have been your answer. Yeah. You know what mine is? What is it? When the American Idol stopped showing bad auditions. Okay. That let me know something. And as funny as it was to hear them say that, Dude, like that was the start of the feel, outrage culture. It was like at that oh, point are you bullying? Right. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, I see where we're going here. This was the entertainment of it. Yeah. Right? This is what we all watched it for. Right. Nobody watched I'm not to say hear nobody. how good someone could no. sing. No, don't get me wrong. No one you're right. No, Every, everybody no watched the did. first like four episodes that were all the auditions. People stopped watching American Idol as it went along. Because we knew who was good. <laughs> right. I just want to see if the well, person I thought was good won. That's the whole American culture that I mean, South Park is satirized about Britney Spears, like as much as we we preach the American dream and wanting people to succeed, we love watching a motherfucker fail. <laughs> that, that is it. That is it, though, though. That's, and you're right. And, and that is it because we fail daily. Right. Everybody does. We fail, as especially as Americans. I can't speak on everyone else because I don't know how their situation is set up. But especially as Americans, we fail more than we succeed because it's designed for us to. Yeah. Now, my whole thing about that, right? My whole thing about that is if, right, if you know that there's a chance that you could fail, it's designed for you to fail. And you put yourself out there to be viewed by others. How can you then play victim? No doubt. So, because because my whole my whole thought about that is the first thing that comes into my mind, at least from thinking relative, is fight sports. Right. You enjoy fight sports so much, but when I go up against someone and I lose. That feeling is so much worse than a bad video on Facebook. Yet, you can talk all the shit you would like to about me because I signed up to do this. No doubt. But in this world where we sign up to be the person, the people that we are, we have a protective barrier to where you can say, no, that hurts me. Fuck your hurt. Dude, it's Fuck funny It's funny we're having this conversation on the tail end of the football shit. We have a player, who I'm not going to name. It was who, uh, Kyrie Johnson. <laughs> who is... I know him personally. He's who, a bitch. Who did not play last year because he got hurt. Some ankle bullshit. Never came back. Who decided to come back this year. Mm-hmm. And... Literally has not made it through a practice. We don't have pads on. There's no contact. Has literally not made it through a pet practice. I looked at the staff and I said, he played his last snap as a freshman that he will ever play. He cut. He's and cut. nobody nobody wants to listen to me. And he's one of the kids that was running his mouth and got suspended for the first quarter. He's cut. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm a big fan of the philosophy of it's either coached or it's allowed. 
and we're allowed. You know what? You know what? You know what? I'll say, and that's funny that it's it's funny that we got here from this specific situation. I think that a democracy is the best place for us to be, but I also think that we need an educated democracy. Absolutely. And when I say that, I don't care which side it's educated from. It could be educated from Republican, educated from Democrat. But the bottom line is for you to be educated to know that I agree or disagree. Well, it's education from the stance of it's not facts. It's critical thinking. Right. Now, at at the same point, when I say that, I say that to say when we have critical situations like this, we have to vote on them as a team. Yeah. And if you have somebody that feels that way, that hasn't completed a snap since freshman year, do we really want this person fighting next to us? No. And at that point, <laughs> that's when the, the, the democracy comes into play, where it's like, okay, all of us vote. That way, no one's wrong for saying, get out. Right. But if all of us vote and we say, that's not somebody we want on our team, then you're not being cut by the establishment. No, you're being cut by your peers. Completely agree. It's funny, Luke and I got into that conversation a little bit because we were like, one of the linemen will come forward and tell us what the fuck was actually happening. See, that was always me on the field. Yeah. I have no problem saying what I have the need saying because if you place me against them in a competition... I have no doubt that I will succeed. So when it comes to telling someone he's lacking, he's falling off on these areas, coach, do you not fucking see this? Yeah. Can I take his place? No? Okay. Politics. I quit. I get that. I quit. Sorry. I see what y'all are doing. It's not for me. I'm done. Now, at that situation... It's about your own introspective to be like, it's not for me. Right. They don't want me here. It's not for me. I'm done. Right. Or I'll go to a different school Bye. and try to start over. Right. And not fuck it up. <laughs> I don't disagree with you on that at all. I don't disagree with you on that And that's the over versus underwhelmed. We've, 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 we've traveled so far from our poker faces to now it's like everybody should show face. Yeah. Everybody should feel upset that black folks don't have equality or that gays just got marriage or that Jews still get... Fuck all of that. Fuck all of it. Like 100. Fuck all that shit, right? It is the way it is. If we have not understood or adapted to it, it's on you. Now, I'm not saying it shouldn't change, right? but the way it is currently, I don't really want to hear your whining because it's been that way. Right. For everyone I just named, it's been that way. Get the fuck over it or get out the game. There's a lot of people that want to play, though. True. And when it's only 11 on 11, it's somebody in my fucking way. Right. If you're bitching about something you can't control. Get out of my way. i firmly behind you on And this. now we're <laughs> overwhelmed. Now when a player says something like that, 
the parents are like, oh, how right. dare you speak about my son? Your son's a bitch. Your son wasn't built for it. Your son needs to move the fuck out the way. We can't say that as coaches Either anymore. Either get on board or get out the way. We can't say that as coaches anymore, so right. there's the democracy. When you vote, it set the vote. Ma'am, ma'am, we have 28 players. 24 voted no. Four voted yes. Your son's a bitch by... I didn't say that, I, but the stats are saying that, ma'am. You know, I don't get him out of here. I don't hate the idea of every kid gets a, we'll call it a ballot. Every kid gets a ballot with everyone's name on it, but themselves. Right. And they just check yes or no on who they feel belongs on the team. Right. And part of me. They see who works next to them. Right. See, that's the thing. Management never sees who's really working. Well, that's why I believe in, like, 360 feedback more than anything else. Like, I, the whole reason I have a team is because I can't be in everything. Right. And so I have to have people that I trust. But I also don't see everything. So where I get my feedback from, the teams that they're working with. But also me, and that's the issue that I go through with my job currently, is I'm not a snitch. Right. But again, but that's that's actually that's actually my whole point. My whole point with that is if you aren't willing to step the fuck up and say something about it, then don't bitch about it. Like if you're not willing to stand up and say, This is like when given the opportunity, I'm not saying, saying I'm not saying unsolicited because that Especially corporate America well, versus sports. Solicited or unsolicited, though. Solicited or unsolicited. And we had the conversation before. Where us and them. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And when you're them, you don't look at it from a us perspective. So when you have us's that are clawing their way to the top, but there's still some us's that are closer to the them's that are like, nah, I'm still here. This is my spot. Right. You don't get nothing changed. No, I get that. I think my... And again, we, we switched here from talking about what I was thinking was high school sports into corporate culture, and there's a little bit But it's bit all of the same. It's all but the it really same. is. I mean, at the end of the day, you're either willing to stand up and say something and stand behind it, or shut the fuck up and deal with it. My old thing is I should have made you get rid of me as opposed to falling on my sword. Right. Now, at that point, I wasn't motivated enough to want to continue, once again, especially for who I was in the vicinity of, but I've never been the type of person to let anyone push me out. Yeah. And that's essentially what I allowed happen back then. Now, rewind back and I play it right, does it still play out? No, because like you said... I don't really want to play college ball. Right. Especially if there's no way to make it to pros. So best case scenario, I play one year college just for them to hear me say, you're undersized. Right. Even me knowing that I could still probably do it, but it's too much to fight against. I'll do what I've been doing. Yeah. No, I get that. But at that point, it's it's your choice, and I get that too. Right, right. But my whole thing is, like, nothing drives drove me more crazy this weekend 
than guys that would basically waste our time to get there and then either be uncoachable or talk back. Well, let me tell you this. And this is what I will say. I'll play the devil's advocate for those players. Is coming from you, and I'm not individualizing you out, but I'm saying you being a Whitehall coach for the past, what, three years? This will be my fourth. Okay, so fourth year. When you have a child that you don't necessarily know in that situation, and they also feel uncomfortable. Like, all I'm saying is I'm putting myself in that situation. Like, coming from where I played football at, and then the first thing they do is take me to a field with corn, like a corn field to play. (laughs) I'm thinking, like, what what the fuck did I get myself into? Is this the team that I should even be playing for, first and foremost? Secondly... If the team, if the, the the team and the coaching staff can't recognize the talent on the field over what was already established, I don't want to do it anyway. No, I get that too, and I mean at the end of the day, like, and that is I, I, how it I, is. I, I am a firm believer that talent will win out on the field as long as you are not destructive of, to the rest of the team. But a lot of coaches are blinded yeah. by. Just like they're Nikhil Harris's, like, oh, that's the guy. Is that the guy? Is that the guy? Or is that just your guy? Right. And that's the thing where it's like, because it's the same with any any fanatic, any sports fan. As a coach, you are still a fanatic. You're a fanatic of your players. So when you're a fanatic of a specific player, even when that player does wrong, you find a way to compartmentalize it to oh that was this just this situation no doubt no doubt and i i it's funny because this the the player i was referencing earlier a play it got he was compared to a player i was on my side of the ball last year so this dude is loose i had a kid and maybe it's the relationship side maybe i just had a better relationship with him right and i simply i empathized with him right and this kid, I'm like, fuck this kid. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, though. That's what I'm You're saying, though. It only takes that one split instance for you to decide whether you're on or on that person, on or off that, that person's, person's side. side. No, and I, my whole thing on that front is... And that doesn't mean that they're the best or worst. No, and it may have nothing to do with talent. Right. What I, what I would like, I mean, for the most part... I don't know that I have ever, in retrospective, gotten it wrong on that front and not admitted that I was wrong on that. Right. Like, part of it, too, is that idea of challenging. Like, prove me wrong. Heavy the burden, right? Right. I actually said that to this kid this year. I was like, you played your last snap of varsity football as a freshman. You will not play again. Prove me wrong. And right now... Proving me right. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I definitely get that. I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I definitely get that. And I understand that coming from you, it's a situation where you've proved that to me more than once. Absolutely. I'm always willing to give a second and even usually a third chance on that front. I understand that completely. But at the same time. 
all that's happened is what a couple midnight practices and a field of dreams situation that may just not have been that guy's spot. No, I, get I don't that feel too. comfortable practicing at night, and I don't feel comfortable practicing with big ass bugs in a cornfield. It doesn't necessarily mean that I'm the the worst of the people I'm competing against. I'm just not in a good position to show you yeah, what yeah, yeah. I came to show you. Well, and again, we'll happily admit if I'm proven wrong. But at the, at the same time, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it could be too late. You feel what I'm saying? Because if you've already made your decision and him proving well, you wrong the, is fighting his way off the bench. The flip side is not my guy either. So I don't I, I don't control okay. his playing time. Touche. <laughs> Touche there. Touche. This is more an observation for the guys that are his position coach. I'm he, just saying he will a, not he will not play my side. That's of the a ball. reason why. <laughs> that's a reason why I don't feel comfortable coaching team sports. I get that because my mistake in analysis could cost someone their life. That person that I said wasn't good enough could have been good enough and, and could have been only focusing on this and my mistake in analyzing or critiquing his ability fucked up his life. I'm not willing to do that. That's another reason why I didn't put that clip out that yeah. I showed you because while I did enjoy the clip I was just thinking like it's a joke, but that could still be speaking something into existence. Yeah. And if you heard it on the podcast, that's one thing. But if I clip it organically as part of the show, versus right? Like to try to get clout to get, from it to get clicked, that's a little dirty. Yeah. That's a little under my. No, I hear you on that. And I've done a lot of fuck shit. That's a little under... Well, we say a lot of shit on this podcast and on the and network it's usually, in general. It's live, though. Right. That's, that's another thing. It's live. So, but I'm not going saying back, But going back and clipping something out is deliberate. Exactly. And I'm not saying don't hold me to anything that I didn't or did say on this live. Feel free. But for me to try to increase my view standards or whatever they may be, off of someone else's inconvenience, especially when I could be speaking it into. Yeah. I'm not comfortable. No, I hear you on that. I'll sit that. back and I'll play my position. Yeah. But if anything happens, if it happens <laughs> that clip will be dropping. That's all I, it'll go from private to public <laughs> real fucking quick is all I got to say. You know, I don't listen. I don't got no problem being no asshole. But <laughs> not that kind of asshole. It's all, it's all varying degrees. Varying and there was degrees only one asshole. word in that clip that stopped me from putting it out. And I just wish I wouldn't have said that one word. You don't want to bleep it? I didn't think about that. We really just cut the audio right there and skip it over. Really, just cut the audio right there and skip it over. The clip will be out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Here we go again. I'm not playing, though. I think that's exactly what I'll do. Yeah, I think that's exactly what I'll do. Because it was just one 
maybe two words. It was one <laughs> word. <laughs> by the time this clip, so this clip is currently two and a half minutes. By the time it comes out, it'll be 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> clip is currently 327. By the time I get done, it will be 325. <laughs> Promises. Yeah, that'll be out. Oh, Didn't man. think of that. There you go. Never thought of that. That's what the advertising. That's why. That's why the. That's why the producer is the one making that call. Honestly, I watched. I'm. I tried to watch it while the coaches were talking, and I. I need to go back and watch. The you'll hear it again. I'll play it after the show. Yeah, you'll hear it. <laughs> and we'll play it together, and you'll cringe with. <laughs> Same spot. That was a good one. Overwhelmed, underwhelmed. Yeah, no, but I really do feel like that. I feel like we lost our poker phase. Back in the day, it was like uh, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me type Words hurt. Words have power, too. And I just wonder how... It was a woman. It was a woman. It was a woman or it was a gay dude. And in my heart of hearts, I feel like a woman because I feel like a gay dude goes through more than a regular dude. Yeah. So a woman felt. Which is ironic because. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something. I had to invert a couple uh, couple episodes back that I never said <laughs> about the whole uh, Emmett Till situation. About the bitch that they find it out the bitch lied or whatever the case may be. That he didn't even she didn't or he didn't even whistle at her or whatever. Right. And it was another situation that just happened recently that was similar. But it went the opposite way. Where there wasn't enough evidence to uh confirm what the bitch was saying, so the bitch got charged. And I just thought to myself, like not only is it about time, but I'm so fucking glad that a female went down for shit like that. Basically because, following a false report or something. Along period. The because you were the issue, right? Like, everybody talks about how it's an attack on white wit, white men right now. No, it's not an attack on white men. It's just an adjustment. And white men don't have the same power that they had back in the day, so it feels like an attack. Oh, we we still have a lot of power. Oh, no, we, we still have. <laughs> we go into space, bitch. Right. We still have all the power, but that's at least what it feels like to the blue collar yeah. guy, right? So when you have a female skate under that and be like, "Yeah, he's the problem." And then all the black folks are like, bitch, you don't think we don't remember Emmett Till and all the rape cases that... Central Park Five. Listen, it really... It, 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 it puts it in perspective as to why a lot of black people don't trust the Bill Cosby shit. Because it's like, you've literally been doing this to us since we existed. Right. Now, while Bill Cosby was definitely <laughs> one of the motherfuckers... <laughs> That I would say, probably did that shit. Brother did that shit. You cried wolf too many times. And to see you actually go down for crying wolf was like, okay, this is the introduction to Y'all hoes can't can't keep saying bullshit just out of it. 
That was the number one thing white bitches used to say back in the day is rape. You I mean, just like black dick, bitch. <laughs> you got caught. You got a black baby. You liked black dick. I now mean, all of a sudden you got raped. At the end of the day, same program. Dude I played against lost everything. Lost college scholarships, lost everything because of something that ended up being false. Right. Right. And, and you know what? That's the kind of shit that they'll never teach you in a camp. No. We tried. But that's also it's good part that, of I mean, life. that's good that's to know also, that you at least that's the next thing that came out of your mouth is that we tried. I, I mean, my, and I used, to, I used to have this talk at Linden, and it was... I think I've done it. They weren't fucking with no white girls at Linden. But the whole thing, but what I'm saying is like, and And if they did, the white girls had been getting fucked. Their mom was like, yeah, we know they had, uh, I already got three (laughs) black grandbabies. No, it wasn't, it wasn't even on the, the women tip. It was on, I want you to treat officials like you should treat police to make it home safe at the end of the night. Don't talk to them. (laughs) Like, just, you know what? Away. You know what's you know what's crazy. You know what's crazy about that statement is, as a coach, that's so very fucking accurate. <laughs> From an overwhelmed standpoint, right. it's so very fucking racist. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's what I'm saying. Like, as a player, I would understand exactly what you were saying. Right. But hearing that from the outside looking in, it's like, what did you just say <laughs> to that player? But as the player, right. I'm like, I understand exactly. What <laughs> it is what it is, man. That's the overwhelmed and underwhelmed. We're there right now. Like it's to the point now where parents used to be overwhelmed about the fact that their their child wasn't playing. Right. Now I'm overwhelmed about the fact that it's not safe for the players that are playing yet will keep my child in the sport. Well, wait a minute, Ben. Right. (laughs) If you're worried about that child, but you're not that child's parent, pull your child and shut the fuck up. Right. And honestly, you've actually seen a fair amount of that. Football numbers are way down and everything else. They'll never stop, though. No, because I'll never have a child that won't be in a contact sport. America loves the game too much. (laughs) I don't care if I have a boy and he is the next RuPaul. (laughs) You'll be in football. You'll be in boxing. You may not compete, but you'll learn all of that. Yeah. Because this isn't the kind of world where you just get to be what you want and not know the struggle that it takes to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. We had... Uh, yeah, I'm not... Actually, I'll, I'll talk to you about it. After. Right. So there's another... There's 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 other stuff to, to go over there, but I'll, I'm going to move Listen, on. well, it sounds like um, at the next... Uh, play viewing you should play this podcast because a lot of y'all little bastards need to understand that nothing's deserved or given. No. And Whitehall 
doesn't mean you made it, motherfucker. <laughs> Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. What division are you two? D2. You're uh, fourth tier divisions. Not fourth tier. I mean, uh, uh, like four teams back in a division two league. Yeah. It's up to you to grind. No Not for your coach to baby you. It's up to you to take it out of your coach's hands. As a parent, as a parent and a family member, the child I always loved the most was the one that recognized this is what I have to do to do something. Agreed. Like, even though I know that may not be right, but the fact that you know I have to do this to do it, I respect that. Absolutely. I respect that. And I'm not saying it on no crazy shit. No, but, but like, this this goes back, and I, I know we've gotten into this before. Was never the most naturally talented guy. Right. But I... Listen. I had to grind harder than anybody. And you weren't scared to ride the edge. No. The edge is, I may hold. I may hold on the play. And? Did you catch it? Right. Do your job. Trust me. Trust me. I, uh... That's not meaning you're dirty. I I, just did what I had to do on that play. You didn't do your job. I had three personal fouls in college. (laughs) And I know every single one of them and what I did. Listen, if I was the coach, I would have said, Reggie, um, you're fucked up. You're bandaged up the knee, the wrist, the arm, the, the everywhere. Why the fuck do you only have three personal fouls? Hit somebody harder. Well, back then you could get away with like late shot on the quarterback. Do all that. I want to see somebody these else's days, shit. These days, taped up like your shit. Like I'd have you. been, I'd have been ejected. That's the week coach one. I am, Reggie, Reggie. Reggie, Reggie, understand? Look, look at your body. You're taped up. I want to see somebody that way before you leave this game. Tape somebody's body up for them, please, for me. Oh, man. Within the rules. Right. Always within the rules. But <laughs> tape somebody's body up, full well, body, cast, tape. tape my body my line to the defensive line. First one's free. That's how I play. You get, you get a personal foul for a late hit on a quarterback in the first half of the game. I'll take the heat from the head coach. Oh, strong safety, quarterback <laughs> position. I'm getting one pass interference a game. But the problem these and days that is... one pass is that interference that, is going to be like, oh my... The problem these days, Don't though, go is that go they'll go... They'll, they'll fucking throw targeting and throw the kid out. Yeah, that is that is. It's true. such... Bullshit, especially in a, especially at a high school level where I wouldn't have been able. There's to make no it. replay. I wouldn't have been able to make it nowadays. No, me either. Because I was a. Cracker. I'd have been. I'd have been a lip, dude. I'm not going for the interception or the. I'm about to kill this wide receiver. I was second on the team in sacks my junior year of college. First in tackles for lost and first in hurries. And every time there was a hurry, that fucking quarterback was on his back. Mm-hmm. These days, dude, I'd have been ejected from five different games. <laughs> See, I remember, and I, that's the thing, is I remember seeing you play with us. It, we didn't even, I played with you 
only seventh. Right. Yeah, because that was my last year there, mm-hmm. and I probably played in that season. Maybe I probably got three handoffs. And I was fortunate because the year before, and I, I was still I, fullback. I started. I started the bowl game as a sixth grader for the seventh and eighth grade team. Well, yeah, you was uh, yeah you, that that was that was different though. No, that was a size thing. Yeah, you were just always you were bigger than all them even at that age. Yeah. Me, I just, I was just, they just didn't understand my style of play. I mean, I did do, I mean, I did do good at St. Catharines at running back. You did. Yeah, I, I definitely you, logged you a nice Evans amount of cool. touchdowns. Yeah, but it's still, they weren't letting me yeah. do me. I get that. You know what I mean? And I feel like after I left Mifflin, it was like, it's over. You're not like these people don't understand the way you play. You're not never gonna get it. Yeah, I got a couple of highlights, but they were mostly hits or forced yeah. fumbles or like they wasn't like runs. I was a running back. No, nah, I wasn't. <laughs> you I were wasn't. defensive player. Come on. I was a linebacker <laughs> in a in a, in a corner's body. body. Right. <laughs> That's exactly what I was. Absolutely. And, and I, I, those, I would; those are my favorite. I would quarters. much rather. I would. I would give my running back career up any day of the week to be able to lay hits like I. I mean, honestly, in our system, your build even then, you probably an outside backer. Oh, I would have loved that position because it's basically Coverage the strong safety and I get outside hit? backer. Yeah, strong safety outside backer combo. Who's getting a concussion this week? <laughs> Might be me. Right. <laughs> I was just about to say probably you. Nobody will know. <laughs> Nobody will know till the end of the season. And you're handing me my trophy and I fall out. On the... uh, nope, these days there's concussion protocol. They even, they even suspect. <laughs> we had... It goes down. I remember back in the day when coaches would cuss you out for saying... That the you C were word. dizzy in, in your head. <laughs> like, oh, shut the fuck up. Are you all right? Go back out there. <laughs> well, it was a toughness play. And don't get me wrong. Like, I have... My problem with it these days is... I, I, I do think that the attention given to concussions is the right attention. I do. Where I, do. I, where I struggle with it is when you know you have a kid who... Can cope that, better than others. That and like, or or can't more to the well, point. Well, see, my whole thing who was, was looking for an excuse to sit because right. he's getting his ass cracked. Okay. Well, you can't do nothing about that. That's when no, the democracy comes into play. And do you want to vote this pussy ass nigga off your team? Let's vote him off the team. Now, my whole thing was. I think we should do that every week. I think mean, we should I, get I, out I, a ballot every week. I think that that who should, should be still be on the team. And it's not like the coach cut him. Right. The team voted the players them out. made a decision. You're not, and a you survivor. can even raise the threshold. It doesn't even have to be a fifty. It doesn't even have to be a simple majority. It doesn't have to be fifty-one percent have to vote them off. Make you can even make it. You don't get voted off the team unless it's seventy-five percent. Right. And I think we still get rid of most of the kids that <laughs> have no business. Listen. Being there. Might I not come, be your sport, I come dog. From, I come from spite. <laughs> Fight, uh, I come from, listen, I can't even speak. I come from fight sports where 
if I didn't have a concussion damn near every time I came out there, that was in a good position. That was a fresh player. Yes, <laughs> no concussion. Nothing is wrong with his ability to... Man, listen. I felt like a dizzy, a lightheaded, that didn't mean you couldn't play. It I mean, just, I was definitely I was definitely of the mindset that unless... And I'm not saying this, this is right, but... It is unless, for certain players. Unless you lost consciousness... Unless you blacked out, no matter the duration, I agree. you're fine. Well, no, the duration matters because if it's too long, well, then they recognize. Yeah, absolutely. But, absolutely. no, I understand exactly what you're saying, and I agree 1,000%. And the thing that I will disagree on is I'll say that it depends on the player. Because, once again, everybody can't handle a concussion. That's true. Some people eat them, and they're like, like me, that's my normal life. Right. Like, it does, that's, like, what's the difference? Well. The fact that you're saying I can't Honestly, the first one that I ever got, and I think I've talked about this before, it was off the snap. I was playing a nose guard position. Went head to head with the center and woke up. Woke up with the, the ball. Right. Woke up mm-hmm. with the ball in my arms. <laughs> I remember you saying that. That was against uh, Ron Colley out in Indianapolis. I've we got, we got our pass. asses rocked in that game. I've never had a pass off concussion. I've never had a concussion that made me. I've never had a concussion that made my family know there's something wrong with him. Well, that one no one knew about. The the playoff game, I think, later that year. Quarterback scrambling. I'm playing left tackle. He breaks contain. I see this fucking Division One. He's going he's already signed D one. DN coming for the quarterback. I sacrifice myself in front of this dude. And we go head to head. I'm out cold on the I had one play like that with one dude that I would say was just as aggressive as I was. Yeah. Same size and all. His name was Anthony Cherum. Shout out to my guy. <laughs> and if you are out there, reach out to me. <laughs> I remember we hit head to head one time because he was the second string running back. Yeah. I was third. And of course, I'll admit it on this podcast, I was out to hurt anybody in front of me. I don't care if you were on my team or not. If you were stopping me from getting... Like I said, there wasn't nobody on the team that I loved. Right. I didn't give a fuck about... And I still to this day, don't get me wrong, I am, you know, I'm a different person. I love everybody. I love all... I <laughs> love everybody. I do. But I love them. you all. I do love you all. But at that time, I didn't give a fuck if y'all lived or died. That's 100. Like, it just... I didn't give a fuck. I was trying to hurt whoever I could to get my shot at greatness. I hear you. And I had some success, but it seemed like even when the success happened, the the, the coach was like, nah. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, why not? Like, you don't want the aggressive person out on the field? Like, you want the... I mean, honestly, I went through the same thing freshman year of college. I, I remember to this day. I you want their, the guy that runs the 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 ten second 
Hunter, but why not the guy that will run through everything that you put in front right. of him? Right. No, I'm with you. I don't get it. And Whitehall is uh, right in the middle of the two. From Mifflin, Columbus Raiders, I won't even include uh, Linden because they're weak as fuck. Don't know about them now. Neither do I. It's always been. It's always been. I'm. I mean, I'm talking about uh, Pee Wee. Oh, okay. I'm not talking about high school. It was always Mifflin, Columbus Raiders, and then Linden Eagles or whatever they were. Are they the Eagles? I don't know. The, the in Pee-wee high school, were they high, in high school? school? They were the Panthers. No, I don't think they were the. I think they were the Linden Eagles. I think but, they're. Uh, yeah, I think I, I think, think I right. am right. I think you're right. I think that the Linden Eagles and Pee Wee. I think you're right. Because uh, Mifflin was the Sharks, and then Kyle era high school was the Punchers. The Punchers, right? How did you not become a puncher, Cliff? <laughs> I well, I wasn't allowed to go to I Mifflin. Know, I know, I know. I'm just with all the fight sports stuff. I'm like, there's a real missed opportunity yeah, for marketing. You are right. Here. <laughs> well, my dad did. He was the one. That's a real puncher. I'm puncher <laughs> junior. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to go to Mifflin. And Amber wasn't allowed to go to Ghana. That's probably for the best. Just from, <laughs> just, just from last names it's alone. Last names alone stopped her from... We don't even have the last same last name. Right. Amber's last name is Harrington. She applied to go to Gahanna from Groveport. The only reason they did not allow her to go is because her guardian's last name, which is my cousin, I call her my aunt, Heather. Yeah. Last name is Jordan. And they recognized the Jordan last name <laughs> from your, mine. And was like, is this his cousin? And she said, yes. They said she was not allowed to go. That's good. Couldn't put you two people in the same place. Same so. thing happened with <laughs> But Mifflin, it was only one year when I was trying to move right. back with my grandma and my mom did that. So it might not, I'm, they might have let me in and I think it might have been my mom that was trying to stop that. I love you. He <laughs> thought about it. <laughs> oh, man. But it is what it is. All y'all bitches, you better get uh, ready for the fucking uh, field of dreams. And you better not be scared to run backwards as long as you're not in the cornfield, motherfuckers. (laughs) Get this fucking scholarship. That's all I got to say. There you go. Well, dude, we are only at an hour and a half. What else you got? You got anything? Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to do to you what you did to me. Okay. Figure it out. Let's do that. <laughs> well, since we... Uh, the back of the shirt. <laughs> I can definitely do that at the end when I walk away from this motherfucker. But since we were talking about Field of Dreams, my biggest question is, whose fucking dream is it? 
And whose field is it for that matter? Now, in this situation, we know whose field it is. Don't necessarily know whose dream it is. All I can say is from the um, video that y'all can see in the comments. If you haven't already viewed it, uh, turn the volume on. Um, I don't, uh, if I'm being honest, I feel like there's no place for entitled black folks in Whitehall. Listen to the name. So if you're being brought somewhere, you go there and you do what you're being brought there to do. And if there's any child that feels like they're being brought to do more than, that's when we need the democracy to vote your bitch ass off the team. But for any player that is involved, just do your job and shut the fuck up. And Mike, uh, Amen. <laughs> right. You should clip out the past uh, <laughs> no. three minutes and play it for your players. All right. You gave them a little a speech. I just don't get it. I mean, they are, uh, you know, the good thing is, is all of them follow the, our IG and our. I mean, that's what's up. Twitter and, and shit, Listen, so. I'm not downing nobody. I wish everybody the best. But that bitch ass attitude has to go especially if you think you're going somewhere right especially if you think you're i don't care if you think you're going to central state cut the bitch ass attitude my g like that doesn't make sense it doesn't matter where you put me you could put me underwater if you ask me to run the ball hand it off i don't know how far i'll get hand it off i'll get somewhere why the fuck are you worried about bugs and your job is to catch the ball? We're not asking <laughs> you to swap flies. Catch the fucking ball, boy. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's underwhelmed and overwhelmed. But all I'll say is, if you are a player that is willing to do your job regardless of the circumstance, you'll get somewhere in the sport. Regardless of size or whatever the case may be. I see a lot of undersized players in the league right now. Oh, no. It's definitely the... It's funny because I, I brought I up... If I played football up the, 10 years later... Well, Cliff, this goes back to our earlier comments. We have always been about 10 years ahead of the curve. <laughs> Seems to be that. Oh, man. Seems to be that. What are you going to do? I don't know. Keep pushing if that's, that's what you, you want to do. That's all you can. Me, apparently, I just didn't want to do it. And I see that now. And there's no shame if you don't want to or if it's not in your heart. Because, again, football is an awful sport if your heart's not in the game. Right. It's brutal. Why put yourself through that if your heart's not in the game? And if your heart is in the game, shut the fuck up and do and, and put it just work. Just do it. Right. I don't think my heart will ever be out the game. I think it's more so the ability to do. Right, I, I hear you. 
The only reason why I ever enjoyed football was hitting. And I was always the kind of player that even if you weren't running the ball, there was a target. I was just thinking about it the other day. I'll never forget. There was a, a player on our team named Matt. What's his last name? He wasn't the groom twin. Gotcha. What the fuck was his name? Played the same position, though. He played, like, tight in, like, wide out. Okay. But I remember one specific practice where I was targeting him. And I hit him. I hit him a lot. I hit him <laughs> to the point that I'm not going to say he cried, but he was, like, High, frustrated. High pitched okay. voice, like, what the fuck? Like, why are you? You know what I mean? Like, and I was just thinking, like, you're in my fucking way. You are the guy I'm looking at right now. If you can't deal with it, leave the sport. Right. And I actually apologized to him the next day. It's the first time I've ever done that before. And I've done that to family. <laughs> I've made my own family quit the sport of football, but I apologize to this boy for some reason. I, I must have just felt like I did him too dirty. Like I was just. You took it too far. Right. And you know, the more I get in and a rise out of you, the more I'm gonna. Well, and honestly, we'll talk so about it. So your voice gets show. higher. I want to hit you harder next right. play. I'm right. gonna fuck you up. That's what I'm here for. I don't care about the sport. <laughs> I just want to get my aggression out. <laughs> and you're the guy. Right. Get out. Well. No, I mean, at the end of the day, that's the, that's why I started playing. I had a lot of pain and a lot of aggression I needed to get out for a very long time. And I probably still do, and that's part of the problem. <laughs> I don't have that outlet anymore. You know what? That Honestly, that's why I got back into lifting. That's what and sex is kind for. Of, I'm not getting into this conversation. You're not wrong. You're it not is, wrong. though. I don't care how much you think you're beating a pussy up. You're not hurting. <laughs> It'll still be all right. Right. <laughs> yeah, she might wake up and say, I'm sore. Right. But she'll still get roll over and toot her butt up in the morning. <laughs> and that's what that is. It's like, I've never felt... I've never... <laughs> oh, shit. Where are we going with this? I've never felt depleted like, um, and when I say depleted, I don't mean like depleted. I mean like, um, I've never felt like. I'm so I couldn't here. quite do enough. Got you. Like, don't get me wrong, in a fight, or in in football. Oh, I thought we were still talking about sex. <laughs> no, we are. We okay. are. Right, but what I'm saying is, in a fight, in a foot, and in football, you left always, it all on the field. Exactly. But... I've always felt like, oh, you felt me. 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you know exactly what the fuck I'm doing next time you step in here with me. <laughs> and sex is like, yeah, <laughs> but there was always more to be done. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, only one time do I remember waking up sore, and all I could in sex and somebody, yeah, it was like an all night affair. I remember one sexual. <laughs> I remember one basically sexual, like a bruised, bruised like pelvis. We'll say. <laughs> I remember one sexual experience. I will not say a name, but I will ex- describe the situation so you know exactly who you are. <laughs> First of all, age, I was only 15, so you know exactly who you are. <laughs> Secondly, I bought a hotel room. You know who <laughs> you are. Listen, <laughs> when I say... This Damn, guy, I don't have the, they are who we thought they were. <laughs> well, this, we'll record this, because I'm about to give you something real new. When I say... This young lady showed me exactly who I thought she was. I had never been in a situation where I had been fucked to sleep <laughs> until I met this young lady. <laughs> you know who you are until I met another young lady. You may not know who you are. But it's a lot of young ladies that you, who, they should know who they are. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Right? And uh, I, know a lo- I know a lot of young ladies over that are like, I know who you are. <laughs> so they might need to send thank you cards to these young ladies. <laughs> Because we all know who we are. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Who's the more foolish? Damn, the fool or the fool who follows him? No, that oh. oh, you, uh... <laughs> all right. Yeah, well, somebody had the force. <laughs> and all I know is by the time it was over, I was like... you got something else to talk about I might be done too <laughs> oh I'll, I'll, I'll add this this final note on the uh, the three-day camp we have a new guy on our staff actually we have two new guys on our staff both both good fits though they'll both both because be they great. refuse the core the COVID back back <laughs> no Co- you continue. <laughs> the COVID vaccine, right? And I had a situation today where I was writing, and I must have been writing too fast. I was high. <laughs> I wrote CODIV. CODIV. 
C-O-D-I-V. I thought to myself, is that some government shit? <laughs> like You think that's like an acronym like POTUSes or SCOTUS or FOTUS? Not even an acronym, but like, well, yeah, I mean, I guess it would have to be some <laughs> sort of an acronym, but I'm thinking like, like, was that like your, was that a motive, but you did it? With a virus, so it was a codif, but you flipped it to COVID and blamed it on China, and now we're spreading the Delta, and you thought it was from India, but really, this is the motive. (laughs) (laughs) And you were high. Uh (laughs) So we got... Rewind back to my story. Shout out my baby sis, Christiana. <laughs> she just got her first condo. Oh, congrats. Yeah, That's she awesome. Did her thing. I'm happy for her. I thought I heard. She came. She said that on one of the shows recently. Hit the showers. Yeah. See, I listen to Hit the Showers. It's even though awesome. those fuckers don't listen to our show. Let's uh, switch it up. <laughs> I have noticed that. Um, well, I don't know. Well, yeah, no. I, I noticed with both. We had gotten a couple more. Uh, on the no, videos or on the podcast? On the podcast. It wasn't. Uh, it was videos on the DFA yeah. podcast on the HTS. Makes sense. Uh, DFA podcast has fallen off a little you know bit. What I've but we're also though? very streaky on the DFA podcast. What I think happens is. People won't listen to us for a couple weeks, especially during the summer, and then they'll catch back up, and we'll get a week with, like, 100 views or 100 downloads. Right. Is that what it is? Because what I've noticed is that months past podcasts blow the fuck up. Not blow the fuck up, but But, they get, like, 40, 45, 50 views. It's people who are catching up. Basically, they haven't... What the fuck is going on? Right. Which you would expect, I think, is... Fine for our show. Less less a good sign for, for the sports our, yeah, because you guys you are more real time. As, exactly. You said it. Yeah. You said it, my G. You Anyways. But that's not a big deal. Yeah. We'll be, uh, whatever. Yeah. yeah. No, we'll, we'll have ups this. and downs. We have ups and downs, and guess what? Listen, if you got to be able to ride the peaks and the valleys. If you're comfortable, you're not doing it right. No. Right? So, uh, all I know is. I owe you guys a new intro video. I've been slacking. No, you definitely haven't. You definitely haven't because I've still been talking to everybody who still haven't gotten their videos in. That's true too. So I think I have. I think I only have four, and I need at least six. Well, you'll have more. I talked to the two. Okay. That are planning to send them one today. They said. I'm not really even pressed. I'm really waiting on... We want the field day or whatever. Right. Does that still happen? When's that happening? It wasn't it supposed to be happening like this week? Upcoming it was weekend? supposed to be happening like, like the 30th, start 31st. to mid-August. Oh, uh, okay. I thought it was the end of it, July. It really depends, if I'm being honest, it really depends on Aaron. And when he's coming and, out. And uh, we have a couple other people that are out of state. Indeed. 
right, that are supposed to be coming in. So I'm trying to find a spot where we can all, but I have revisited it with everyone. Everyone's down. We just got to find the date. Yeah. All right. So if I'm being honest, it really comes down to Aaron. We can kidnap OG Mike Brown. <laughs> like, you, your drive is an hour and a half away. I can come take you and bring you back <laughs> right. if I need you. Yeah. But Aaron in Atlanta, I can't. No. I'm not paying for the plane ticket. <laughs> when are you available? Right. You tell me. Right. And he ain't and been then, up in a minute, right? Yeah, he hasn't been up since. Matter of fact, his mom is actually down there currently. Oh, yeah. That's probably another reason why he hadn't been able to cut mm-hmm. out. But his whole family's down there now. The only person that isn't down there is his mom, who still lives by gotcha. my mom. Well, my mom's old house. Yeah, but it don't matter. Uh, end of August, I'm hoping to get it done. If not, then what we'll do is we'll do our own. And then Aaron, you'll have to do his own. Right. And we'll cut it in. Cut it in. Right. Makes sense. Do yours in Atlanta. We'll do ours here. And you can cut it in. But I would much rather have everyone there. Makes sense. We'll figure I'm it out. You. I'm with you. Now that you've cut me off five times. The <laughs> what you, I'm waiting for you to do it again. Okay. <laughs> I, I know you were. You. I, I'm watching you. I was waiting for you to give me a real, give me something to cut off. That you didn't give me nothing to cut. No, off. no, because I knew the game you were playing. Yeah, you know. <laughs> We've been doing this for a year and a half, almost two years now. Oh man! So we've got two new kids. Fuck guys them! On the get staff. two new kids kicked off in the staff. One of which is a pastor. Fuck that and, pastor. And put, and Lord put, Jesus, please forgive me, but fuck him. And putting him in the same room as Luke. <laughs> well, I apologize. That he didn't, didn't quit yet, hard. but... I can, I, can, I can pull it back. <laughs> I apologize. I didn't mean it. Lord Jesus, please forgive me. <laughs> Fuck how you feel. That was my that, was, that was my good time watching. You're oh, just a man, sir. Okay. But Jesus, Lord Jesus, I'm, I apologize. Fuck him. I apologize. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Oh, man. I was only kidding. I was kidding. I was kidding. I was only kidding. All right. So whose preachers is supposed to be coming on? Wait, what? We got preachers coming on? Who's what? You said preachers with Luke and who's preaching? No, I was saying the pastor that joined the football staff um, was in the same room as Luke. <laughs> and just um, watching him just look at Luke as Luke is telling stories. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, don't. I need to get Luke back on. Shout out to uh, Luke. And his baby girl, who is turning seven, seven or eight. Birth, happy birthday to Ava. Forget her. She's my daughter's age. They get in your, on your nerves around that age. <laughs> uh, Luke, down you for that Frisbee hat you was wearing. Suffer with your team. 
<laughs> Unless you're giving your team bucket hats under their helmets, suffer with your team. You too, motherfucker. I will go back to the baseball cap. <laughs> That's more my natural state anyways. You look better than <laughs> Oh, shit. Alright. I love you, Luke. We are at time, so <coughs> you got anything to take us out? Well. Or do you want to do, or do you want to do your, uh, your oh, voice Oh, yeah, over? no, I definitely do. But before we do, all right, love you to work, all. You, you talk through that while I get this Except ready. the Whitehall football team. Y'all bitches better perform. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean like y'all bitches better perform. But y'all bitches better perform. Alright? That's all I got to say. I'm only saying that after I heard the article. Get your shit together. I'm, I'm working on getting my shit together because <laughs> shit is not loaded. Well, listen, all I know is I'm not NBC a coach. The NBC website. <laughs> I'm not a coach, so I cuss y'all little bastards out from uh, this end of the field to that end of the field. And if Mike would like me to um, overdub that young lady shit as well, I'd do that also. Wait, what young lady? <laughs> I don't know, the one with the natural hair. Uh, all right. Oh, would you like on. me to start? Look at this goober. <laughs> He's yeah, saying, I'm just waiting that for is, my that spot. That is your... That is, <laughs> I'm just waiting for my spot, sir. That was, When's it on me? Goober was your mom's word. <laughs> she used to use that shit all the time. Well, listen, Usually about you. <laughs> no, I was never a goober. That was about her husband. <laughs> I I mean the context that I you might be right, but the context I heard it in. <laughs> Look at that goober. I'm gonna go I'm gonna start now. Hey, well everybody. Hey, ah, uh, that's funny. But, like I'd like to let you know, we're currently talking about the Field of Dreams where we got teams out there playing, most likely uh, Whitehall and all these players, but uh, we didn't plan on seeing kids with dreads out there. Dreads, what are you talking about? You're not me. (laughs) (laughs) Coach, I didn't expect on seeing all these niggers out here, but... I was only kidding. You trying no. to get me fired? Me first. <laughs> get the tire. Get the tire. Got to take the tire around. Let him try to cut me off for my real shit. Wear your black ass helmets. Uh, that's the only thing we'll be able to tell against these uh fucking uh 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 cornfield. Uh, well, is that a Whitehall coach? Athletic director. He works with y'all? No, he's just the AD. What Did AD? He stay out there? No, he came down for the photo. Okay, huh? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Back I got these nappy ass dreads. I don't know what to do. They swipe right, flies with them. Listen, <laughs> listen. I don't even want to give away what was actually said. It's almost more comical that way. But what I will say is I don't appreciate dumping uh, buckets of water in for uh, these horses that were <laughs> wrangling up. 
And why did they put all of... I apologize. <laughs> this, this has gone off the rails. Well, it has. It has. Why did they put all the black folks in front of the cornfield itself? What do you mean? Just rewind it back. Anybody watching and see every nigga that they interviewed was in front oh, of... Oh, because they did it at the end of practice. And the practice... the field is literally in the middle of the cornfield. Why didn't they give them a different angle? What angle you want? The forest? That's not as entertaining. Give us a field goal. I mean, they were... Were they in front of... No. No, sir. The head coach was in front of the field goals. That looked like a... I'm going to say... He's in front of the field goals right there. Well, he was. He is, too. Yeah, the white dude. Now watch the, the rest. The young buck before him was in front of the field goals, Yeah, too. the dude with the yellow shirt. Right. Was he your quarterback? No. No, he's a linebacker. He's right. actually... He's, now he's watch the rest of these of little best. motherfuckers. Where are they standing at? <laughs> was he one of your best players? Yeah, he's probably our best. I mean, he's definitely the best Is that linebacker. him right there? Yeah. Sure. He is, but he's he's put in work. He's busted his ass. Listen, I'm not season. saying nothing about that. I'm short myself. But listen, look. Where the niggas at? <laughs> Sorry, Where went too at? far back. Went too far back. All right. Yeah, yeah cornfield. You've got pads and you've got, you've got pads and you got a pylon. What corn do you want? Cornfield. Cornfield. That's, that's nothing but a cornfield. <laughs> Where we at next? Cornfield. <laughs> that was the whole point of the piece, though. They eating corn in a field. Actually, we didn't get any corn. Now <laughs> that you mentioned it. That's fucked up. <laughs> It's not time yet. That's it's not the time only for the thing I would want to... Cornfield! Well, got... Cornfield! <laughs> <laughs> no, that's corn-fed. You're right. You're right, son. Cornbread! Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I'm about to piss on myself. I'm that's not a papa-san, man. All right, with all of that... <laughs> this, is, this has been Do Fools Agree. Peace out, fools. Fuck y'all! <laughs> And them kids. <laughs> Trick love the kids. <laughs> oh, man. I enjoyed that. That was the young lady with the natural hair. She was in a, a CBS commercial. I don't oh. know. We're, we're in one of these loops. There we go. It was not cut over. <laughs>